0: This is Plaidcast Junior. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book two, Confidence Comeback. If you enjoy what you hear, all five Showstride's books are available on Amazon.
1: Chapter 16. Tally woke up abruptly from a dream and looked around the dark room. It wasn't her room. Where was she? Then it all came back to her in a rush. She was in a hotel room with Mac and Mac's mom just outside of the showgrounds in Devon, Pennsylvania. Tally's mom hadn't let her come to see her friend's first day of showing since it was a Friday and Tally had school. But she made the trip right after school let out that afternoon to join her very disappointed friend. Mac and Joey had two jumping classes the first day of Devon, and they did not go as planned. Their first trip, the medium pony hunter confirmation class, went okay. They'd scored a 74 for having some baubles here and there and ended up right in the middle of the pack, 15th out of 30 in the class. Ryan told Mac that he knew she could ride better than that. But their next trip, a regular over fences class, was a total disaster. Mac texted Tally shortly after the class and said she really psyched herself out, having so many family members in attendance to watch her show, and their trip was a mess. She started out too slow and they chipped at the first jump. Then she moved Joey up to get a better pace going and they went past the distance to the two stride, ending up with another big chip going in. Since Joey jumped in weak, he had a lot of ground to make up in just the two strides. Mac legged him hard to get the two, but she also threw her body ahead of the motion and Joey had to add another awkward mini stride before jumping out. Mac lost the syrup in the process and could barely remember the rest of the trip just that they barely got around and scored a 50. The pair ended up 28th out of 30 in the class, and Mac left the ring in tears. The girls had decided to get ice cream together in the hotel restaurant that night. Everybody has bad trips from time to time. I think you told me that, Tally said, hoping to cheer her friend up. I know, but this was probably my worst trip ever, and it happened at Devon, of all places. Everyone was watching, and I was so embarrassed. Tally took a bite of her DIY Sunday and thought a moment. Yeah, but your relatives aren't horse people. I'm sure they didn't even realize the mistakes. What did Ryan say? He was really nice about it. He was like, it's okay to be upset, but let's keep moving forward. We need to figure out what went wrong and fix it tomorrow. The good thing is, we love the handy, and that's tomorrow. Just bring your confidence to the handy, Ryan chimed in. He'd heard the end of the girls' conversation while walking up to their table in the hotel restaurant. You're kind of like Tom Brady, Mac. Just when you think he's down and out, he comes back. It's almost easier this way. You can only do better than you did yesterday. Get some sleep tonight, girls. We've got an early start in the morning. As Hallie lay in the unfamiliar hotel bed early that next morning, she heard Mac shift positions before settling back in under the covers of her own bed. Mac's mom was on the pull-out couch, snoring softly. As Tally drifted back to sleep, she made a wish that her friend would have a better second day at the show. Mac and Joey had worked hard, and she wanted them to leave Devin happy. Rise and shine, sleepyheads! Mac's mom turned on the light on the nightstand between the girls' beds, and Tally squinted at the clock radio, 6 a.m. Mac bumbled into the bathroom while Tally hung her upper body out of the bed to dig through her duffel bag on the floor. She pulled out a pair of jean shorts, a tank top, and a hoodie, and changed into them under the sheets, a skill honed during the overnight horse camp she'd attended a few summers ago. The car is already loaded with all your show stuff, Mackenzie. Just pop on your britches and show shirt, and we'll be good to go. The lobby has bagels and coffee, so we can grab those on the way out. Thanks, Mom, Mac mumbled, and pulled her clothes out of the closet to change in the bathroom. I hope today goes better for her, Max's mom whispered to Tally once her daughter had closed the door. I'm worried we put too much pressure on her yesterday. Her grandparents and her aunt and uncle only live an hour away, so it seemed like a good chance for them to watch her ride. Ryan gave her a good pep talk yesterday. I think it'll go better, Tally said, trying to sound optimistic for Max's mom. Just after 7 a.m., they pulled up to the showgrounds. The Devon Horse Show and Country Fair sign greeted them as they parked. In the early morning light, the Devon blue that adorns so many of the surfaces made the whole place look soft and inviting. The fairgrounds lay dormant, too early for any of the rides or games to be operating, but it gave the horse show a totally unique feel. The fair was set up directly in front of the entrance, and the show rings were off to the right. Tally was surprised by how much smaller and more compact it was in person than it appeared in photos and video. The fair was practically right on top of the horse show. The Dixon novel itself, however, was huge, and Tally listened in to the riders in front of her talking about how difficult it can be to ride in. Like riding in a big blue bowl, she heard one of the girls say. Tally, Mac, and Mac's mom, Cindy, walked down the long side of the ring, and Tally caught herself staring at some of the junior hunters flatting around. They were absolutely stunning. It was almost like catching a glimpse of real live unicorns, Mac and her mom made a left-hand turn at the end of the ring, right past the Where Champions Meet sign, to walk around to the Wheeler ring where the ponies would compete and a small schooling area in between the two show rings. The grounds were punctuated by spires atop the buildings and the Devon Blue was everywhere. It was almost like they were walking through a baby blue postcard. Lupe stood with Joey just outside the schooling ring. Mac took her helmet, gloves, and crop out of her backpack and put everything on to ride. Lupe gave her a leg up, and off they went to walk around the schooling area, waiting for Ryan. Morning, Cindy. Morning, Tal. He greeted Mac's mom and Tally. I'm going to hack her around, and then we can grab coffees and talk strategy for the morning, okay? Tally watched as Ryan signaled for Mac to join him in the middle of the ring. He spoke to her for a bit before giving the pony an an affectionate smack on the behind and sending them out to the rail. Whatever he said must have worked because Joey flatted great and Tally saw Mac smile here and there. It was impossible to make out what Ryan was saying in the busy ring, but Tally was glad Mac seemed to be in a better mood this morning. After handing Joey off to Lupe, the group headed over to get drinks and talk. Seated under an umbrella at a table for four, it was already quite warm for being so early in the morning. Ryan told Mac to forget about yesterday as best as she could and just focus on having a solid round today. It didn't even happen, okay? Horse showing is supposed to be fun, particularly this show. So take it all in a bit while you're watching the smalls go and try to enjoy yourself. Then when you get on, you'll jump that handy course just like we do at home and at the shows. You've got this. Just get up to ring pace. That's all I want you to think about. Mac nodded, and Tally noticed the confidence seemed to have returned to her face. Mac's mom looked a bit relieved as well. I'll meet you girls at the ring in 20 minutes. Just text me if you need anything sooner. Mac thanked her mom and slung her backpack over her shoulder. Tally followed her back to the wheeler ring. The first junior hunter class of the day had begun, and Tally slowed down to gape at the horse in the ring. It was a dark bay, all shiny mahogany and black except for a perfect white star on its forehead. Approaching a two stride set near the fence line, the rider audibly clucked at her horse and he snapped his knees up tight over the first jump, stretching through the two strides to the oxer. The jumps were absolutely massive. Can you imagine what it feels like to jump that big? Tally asked her friend, who'd also slowed down to watch the action in the ring. I really can't. Looks like fun though. Back in Ponyland, as Mac called the wheeler ring, and surrounding areas, Tally and Mac watched the small pony hunters jump around the handy course. It was the same one Mac would be jumping, just at three inches lower at the moment. Spectators perched on the little grassy hill to the left of the wheeler ring, and Tally couldn't contain her huge grin when the announcer named the pony and rider heading into the ring. She recognized his voice from all of the Plaid Horse Network videos she'd been watching. Every word was enunciated just so, his voice like honey. Sleepy-looking ponies stood near the inn gate with their grooms and riders. In the ring, one of the ponies was making a tight inside turn, where there was also the option to go wider. That's a turn Ryan wants me to make, Max said. Her eyes glued on the ring. I think it'll be fun. A hint of a smile played at her mouth. The course also featured a trot jump, and the girls watched as several ponies executed it well. One came super close to cantering a stride, but his little rider was dead set on holding her trot, and the pony jumped the fence well. The course also featured a brush jump at the end of the ring, one of the last jumps in the course. It was a very long approach that tricked some riders into getting ahead of or behind the pace. You could have coffee by the time you get to that one, one of the moms said to another with a laugh and a nod toward the brush. The pony and rider currently on course were having a tough time, adding a stride down one line and getting a late lead change before exiting the ring. They both looked relieved to be done. Score of 55 here, 55, the announcer declared. Tally thought it was good sportsmanship that the rider gave the pony a big pat despite her obvious frustration with the trip. That was a get-around ride. Survival, the pony mom told the lady next to her. Sometimes you just have to get around and the prize is something other than a ribbon. Tally glanced at Mac, who'd obviously heard the commentary, too. Maybe that was a good description of the day before for her and Joey. And hopefully today would be different. As the small pony second class wrapped up and the results were announced, Mac put on her show coat and tied on her number. She checked for any stray hairs in her hairnet and turned the collar of her show shirt up snapping the buttons around her neck. Ryan walked over to the girls. As soon as they start the championship ceremony for the smalls we'll get on, he said and Mac nodded. Tally felt more nervous than if she were showing herself while she watched Mac flat Joey around and then jump the plain white fences in the center of the schooling area. Once Ryan gave Mac a firm slow nod, Often his signal that they were done schooling, Tally had noticed. They walked out of the ring and Mac dismounted, taking a sip from the water bottle her mom handed her. Watch if you go and then you'll hop back on, Ryan said. Mac's mom gave her a quick hug and wished her luck. Mac then turned to Tally with a tight-lipped smile. Tally winked at her friend before she spoke. You've got this, Tom Brady. Mac let out an easy laugh and Tally was glad to help her friend relax, even if just for a moment. You want me to go sit with your mom at the bleachers? Sure, Max said, her eyes trained on the ring. Thanks, Tal. I'm so glad you're here. Me too, Tally replied, giving her friend a quick hug. Good luck.
0: Hi, it's Dana from Chea. We're so excited to share that we have a new color in our best-selling convertible backpack tote in waterproof leather. Our gorgeous gray is sure to become a core classic. Gray pairs with everything. It's seasonless, sporty, and chic. We hope that you'll stop by to see us if you're at the Hampton Classic this summer, but you can also shop the collection 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A dot com. And we've also restocked new colors in the mini convertible backpack tote, our newest style in the convertible backpack collection. Carlton and Tracy Brooks share their decades of knowledge, experience, and winning ways in their first book, With Purpose, The Balmoral Standard. Carlton is a widely respected horseman, a large R judge since 1985, and member of the National Show Hunter Hall of Fame. And Tracy has spent more than 30 years developing horses and riders, guiding them to victory at the biggest shows in the country. With Purpose is divided into three sections on horsemanship, on training, and on the industry. In each section, you will uncover a wealth of information leaning from Carlton and Tracy's careers. With CB and Tracy's signature wit and warmth, With Purpose provides a foundational equestrian education from the ground up. You can find With Purpose at theplaadhorse.com books or on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. Search With Purpose, the Balmoral standard.
1: To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's
0: show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen, follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plad Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review The podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends.
1: I will see you at the ring.